Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Frying Pan Podcast. It's a pop culture podcast where we only talk about pots and pans. I'm kidding. It's pop, you know, we talk about like daily stuff. It's not just pots and pans, but like if we... we... Oh, thank God. I thought I walked into the wrong show again. No, it's fine. I mean, that's going to be one of our side projects coming up, but all it's... You don't need to worry about it yet. Um, my name's Dan. Um, I got two arms, two legs, a nose, two eyes. I'm just like you, except for the fact that I have a 70-inch vertical... Um, don't worry about it. And I'm here with, uh, my good friend, Robert. He has three arms, three legs. Uh, he's that guy from Ben 10. You know that, you know that monster or the alien? Okay. He's got four arms, actually two legs, but he's like, he's really jacked and he's red. That's him. Oh, four arms? Yeah, four arms. You're four arms. But he, he also goes by Robert. Robert, please. In- nice forearms, six arms. <laughs> please introduce yourself for the people. Hi, my name is Rob D'Onofrio, and I'm here to talk about cornflakes. Cornflakes. Okay, the, the stage is set. Let them have it. Today's podcast is brought to you and sponsored by cornflakes. It's, it's not. We No, we legally it's not. But They say us Americans now are the new walking corn people. Now, that term dates back from actually indigenous Mexico, where their diets primarily became a corn, and there's one genode that when a diet is primarily made of corn, it is known, and it is shown in their DNA. However, Americans highly subsidize corn-based diets now through things like high fructose corn syrup and other corn byproducts, we also possess that, even though we don't really eat that much corn products that we can think of. Not many people can consume corn daily. Not many people have tortillas daily. However, we all are still corn people, by that definition. Thanks, man. I hated every second of that. I meant love. Hey. No, that was good. You, I learned you, something new you today. To- you, you, you told me to explain it. No, you're entirely right. So I guess it's my like, fault. It is your fault reasonable well actually that is that is right on topic on because like a second before we started the show i was like oh, i'll scroll twitter and i saw something that rings very true and kind of bothers me so it, it reads here's the problem with fruit it's inconsistent some apples are delicious some are bad sometimes blueberries are great sometimes they're disgusting but you know what hits the spot every time robert What's that? It's Doritos. Uh, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, but it's the fact that, like, it's mostly just the first part of, like, how it's... Nothing is more disappointing than you go to the store. You're like, you know what? I'm feeling bananas this week. You grab your thing of bananas. You peel that banana. It's shit. It's a shit banana. Well, yeah, of course you're fucking complaining. You're getting fruits that are out of season and they're grown in a fucking greenhouse. I mean, I'm not. It's how it's spoiled of an bananas. American can we be to fucking complain about our imported fucking fruits not being fresh? Okay, you're just be, you're being difficult. You're really just trying to be devil's advocate right now. No, it's a true fact. Okay, like us buying stuff out of season is a huge reason why our agricultural and food system is fucked. Like you know those things we call tomatoes. Most of the time at the supermarket, they're not even tomatoes. They're just genetically engineered to look like them. I don't give a shit. They have seasons. But the thing is, they taste so bad compared to a tomato in the actual season. So my point is, is yeah, a lot of the times the fruit's probably going to suck. Well, no shit, Sherlock. It's just how it is. I'm just saying. I can buy a banana. I can buy bananas. One week they're great. The next week they're shit. Same with literally any fruit. And that's disappointing. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like I've never had a disappointing pineapple. No, pineapple's pretty okay. Um, the worst, um, the, I think the worst is like berries. Like, um, nothing's worse than disappointing strawberries to me. Oh, dude, when you get like you you buy a box of strawberries and then you get like the two mushy ones, I can't. Mm. Same with or like when grapes are just just taste like dirt. Oh yeah. I I don't know if I go that far, but yeah, they don't taste good. <laughs> well, when like when they are not good, I mean. No, I agree, but I don't know. That just stuck with me. And then my other th- uh, two cents of the day is I was driving home uh, today, 
and I was thinking to myself, for whatever reason, of, like, the Marvel movies, and then I kept thinking of the scene of, like, where Captain America was able to, like, hold a helicopter from flying away by just using his arm and attaching himself to the building with the other arm, and then there's the, uh-huh. the one where he literally rips, like, a log in half. Now, I know it's, like, he's a superhero, but then I'm thinking, like, couldn't he just kill somebody with one punch? What? Well, technically anybody can kill someone with one punch if struck the right way. No, I, 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 well, yeah, of course, but I'm saying, like, in terms of this, like, Captain America, like, occasionally got his shit rock, and I'm thinking, like, if he just uppercut somebody, I'm sure he'd just take the head clean off, no? Oh, you know... I mean, yeah, right? I mean, think, same, same could be said about, like, Thor and the Hulk, right? Like, we've seen the Hulk, like, literally yeet a tank, so theoretically that means, like, any kind of impact he would have had on Thanos would have sent him flying, and then, like, Thor, you know, shoots lightning at things, which theoretically would just cause it to incinerate on the spot, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, I understand in terms of, like, Thanos... But even in the... I I guess, like, even in the terms of the Marvel movies, though, you're right. Like, he could have, he probably could have done some serious fucking damage. I mean, like, in reality, it, obviously, it's, it's a Marvel movie. I don't, they're not rated R, but, like, the Hulk could just, like, crush a head like a grape, no problem. But Captain America turns anarchist and just breaks out the fucking Warhammer. But, I mean, like, for real, like, because I know he got, like, air quote super strength, but I didn't know he was, like, essentially a god i don't know well i mean like i don't we don't really know the strength it takes to rip a log in half you know you know who's to say that he was doing that the whole time it could have just been that one log you know that like he kind of split with the axe and pulled out and then he just ripped it half that's but like the helicopter bit I don't know about that i don't i'm i'm i don't know what kind of strength that would require i i it's a I know a human being couldn't, and I get he's a superhero, but he's not, like... I I guess I just don't know the lore Cap in America, because I don't... I know he's, like... Uh, t- they tested him, and now he's super buff, but I didn't know if it was, like, inhuman strength, but apparently it is. I thought it was just, like, hey, look, it's Chris Evans. He's really beefy and hot, and I'm like, yeah, it's fine. I'll take that. Well, I... He does have, like, a super metabolism and all that stuff. No, that's true. I don't know. It's just something I was thinking about. Huh. Interesting it, thoughts. It, well, it's a, it was one of those thoughts where, like, you know when you're driving and you kind of forgot, like, how you got to the point where you are? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was one of those where I was just like, oh, I'm home. I don't know how I got there or what happened. I hope everyone that was driving at the same time as me is okay, but you, I wouldn't know. You know, on my drive down to Pennsylvania, I had, a mo- like, about an hour like that. Mm. where it just kind of blinked past and i was like i i felt like only three songs had played in my playlist i feel that i feel that especially on like long drives for like if we ever take trips up to like boston or when we go up to new hampshire i always like it always feels like only two songs have been played but an hour went by and i just don't know how it happened yeah we take it though we do i'm okay with it um any fun things this week from you? Well, I was, uh, like, are you, are you talking about my past week? I'm sure. Whatever you want to talk about. All right. Well, I, I went down and spent uh, the weekend in New Hampshire with, um... I think you Pennsylvania, with, but yeah. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's definitely what I meant. I went and spent the weekend in Pennsylvania with Bree, and, um, it was fun. It was, uh... There's some things I noticed about, like, Pennsylvania drivers, or at least for the ones in her area, that bothered me. Mm-hmm. Is like, they say Connecticut has, like, some of the shittiest drivers, right? I'm always like, no, no, we're not. Like, we're fine. Like, there's no way we're assholes. Like, we we're, we live next to New York and Mass. They're terrible. And then, like, you go, I go to Pennsylvania, and I'm like, wow, everyone sucks here. Like, no one's going fast. And then Bree looks at me and goes, you mean everyone's going to speed limit? And I was like, ah! 
Wait. Uh, I mean, what, <laughs> no. It's, it's so bad that like our brains are wired to like if you're not doing five or ten over the speed limit, you're just going too slow. <laughs> exactly. But in pet like in her area in Pennsylvania, like fucking no one was going five or ten over. So like I looked like a huge douche like speeding around. I feel that. I th- it was so horrible. But to be fair, like Massachusetts and Connecticut drivers like. All of them have potential to be serial killers with the way they drive. Like, there, there is no care <sighs> yeah. for human life at all. <laughs> yeah, because we don't really have many areas where some, like people crossing have the right of way, so we just like have faith that no one will walk out in front of the car, dude, and that other drivers won't head on into you. Dude, the amount of times I've seen like um, people wait at a crosswalk. And, like, you'd think the car's gonna stop, so, like, the people, like, start to inch out, and the person just, like, blares the horn and then guns it past them, and I'm like, are you in that big of a rush, man? Just let them walk. Hey, that, that, that plus 22 seconds is, you know, vital. You know what, honestly, you're right, because I think about it sometimes, where there's one light that I have to go through to get home that takes an absolute eternity, and sometimes I get lucky that I'll catch the light as I'm driving to it. And, like, I'll just, I won't have to wait at it. And I think to myself, um, oh, if I waited uh, 20 more seconds to leave, I wouldn't have had this opportunity or something. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Driving out of your apartment, like, in general, though, has just hell times to get out if you're trying to take a left. Oh, God, yeah. Especially during uh, when school is going down. Oh, God, yeah. Cause those, but no, no. Those buses stop at literally every single complex that's on the road. Oh, it's... You get backed up for ages. Yeah, not my favorite. But no, Pennsylvania was fun. Um, it was... It, well, I mean, as fun as it could be with fucking Corona, we kind of just hung out in her apartment, mm. watched movies and TV and shit, c- cooked food. It was like playing house. It was very cute. Adorable. E- playing house, a.k.a. just living. <laughs> Well, exactly. It's more like playing like adults more than anything. Sure. But hey, you know, some of us haven't done that yet, Dan. Hey, that's fair. I'm I'm happy you had a good time. Yeah, it was it was fun. It's, we made the best of it with the COVID situation. Yeah, I got you. Uh, let me see. Any? But besides that, I'm chilling. How about you? Anything interesting? Uh, just chilling. Really, nothing much. Just uh. Same old, same old these days, I guess. Nothing really new ever happens. True, because life has been stagnant for the last four to five months. I know, let's keep it going. Let's shoot for a year. Going back to normal? You mean this is our new normal? Probably will be, but I'm not getting into that. Well, that's that's kind of like our motto as, as Americans right now is like, fu- fuck just like dealing with the unnormal for a while to make it go back to what we used to do, but just adapt completely mm. to make this horrible situation our new normal. Yeah. I mean, just the way it is, I guess. That's just the way it is. No, sorry. Copyright. No, no. It's fine. You didn't get to... That was only like five seconds. I'm sure it'll be okay. But um, one thing I want to talk about that I thought was very interesting. Um, So, Dr. Dre... You know him. I I wonder if he's actually a doctor, first off. I'm going to go out on a limb and say probably not. Probably not. But, um... Just just because... I feel like I would have seen just pictures of him, like, being a doctor it, by Like now. in Scrubs? Yeah, or something like that. Yeah. But, um, I guess he could just have a doctorate, though, right? Yeah, he could. I'll give it to him. I'll say he does. Why not? <laughs> Time to But, uh, slightly, yeah, I mean, you know, it's not the best for him, but he recently got divorced, and I think they were married for, like, 24 years or something. And I guess Dr. Dre's net worth is, like, $1 billion, so she wants $2 million for, like, monthly support. But there was... Wait, 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 wait. Run it back. How much? $2 million a month. I mean, his net worth is $1 billion, so it's not too much. But if you... there, She put out a list of, like, 
what the expenses are going towards. And it's very... One just kind of catches your eye a little bit. I'll read it out for you. Um, the first one's laundry and cleaning, which would be 10000 a month somehow. Um, clothes, 135000 a month. Um, uh, uh -huh. This I like the most. Education, tuition, and living expenses, 60000 a month. Which I'm assuming is for the uh. kids. I don't know if she's going back to college or not, but I'm glad that the clothes cost a lot more. But my favorite is entertainment is 900000 a month. And then uh, charitable contributions, 125000 mortgage, 100000 This one was it. Telephone, cell phone, and email, 20000 a month. Now, you have to... I feel like you'd have to go out of your way to pay 20000 a month for telephone... Like, your phone and uh, internet and shit. But I digress. But the $900,000 for entertainment, I need answers on what the fuck that means. <laughs> I'm really, like... Cause I didn't, I didn't look too deep into it. I, I learned like what it was and like why it was happening, shit of that nature. But I never really got an answer on why she needed nine hundred thousand dollars a month for entertainment. And I want you to spitball with me, Bobby. What do you think you could do with nine hundred thousand dollars a month for just entertainment? I mean, like, uh... what if like. <sighs> All right, I'm trying. I'm trying to logistically think here. Ooh. How much, like, how many meals would you get in a month? With like, right? Because it doesn't seem like food is on here, right? Maybe she's just not eating. <laughs> well, maybe they have like thousand dollar each dinners or something. I don't. <laughs> No. Dude, like that's so much money. Like I I feel like I could just live on 900,000 a month, Dan. It's only 900,000, but I feel like we could scrape by. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I probably barely, but I'm sure we could find a way, right? I mean, yeah, we you know, I'm sure I'm sure we could scrape by if we cut some corners. Yeah. Well, like maybe instead of the uh 120-inch plasma screen golden crust or golden diamond encrusted tv we can just spring for the 90 inch diamond encrusted flat screen tv it's it's not what you want to do but sometimes you got to make sacrifices you know yeah it it'd it be like that and we won't <laughs> we're not gonna be able to get the full vr room this year but you know, we'll be we'll be able just to get just to get the the this the suit. I know. I I love how uh, like uh, I guess like air quotes struggles to relate compared to like insanely rich people and just like a normal person. Like a normal person is just like, oh, I can't, I can't like eat out this weekend or like, oh, I can't get this. And for a rich person, it's like, I guess I'll go with the Bentley instead of the Rolls Royce. I I get if I have to. Oh my god, dude, there was some kids like that that I heard when I was in Pennsylvania, and I heard them complaining that they couldn't go to their timeshare because of the COVID, Shut the and I was up. like, ah, <laughs> I'm like, please, stop, my skin's literally burning. Yeah, the same fucking kids where it's like, oh, I can't go to the timeshare, uh, let's just go to, let's just go to a party, let's go to one of those corona parties. Dude, like, how are you allowed to say that shit and not burst into flames? He's popping out with his vineyard vines and his off-white shoes. Oh, yep. Ugh, I tell you. But yeah, 900000 for entertainment. I mean, like, all of this is just way too much to begin with for literally any person, but... I respect... Hey, man, we'll get there. I respect her going out trying to get her bag. Now, apparently, to give some context, apparently they signed a prenup when, um... Like, they initially got married, but she said that he ripped it up because he felt bad making her sign a prenup, which, I don't know how much I agree to that. I feel like if I was a successful artist and I got into a relationship, I would 100% make him sign a prenup and not feel bad about it, but... Oh, of course. I don't know. I'm not a successful <laughs> artist, and I'm not having anyone sign a prenup anytime soon, so... <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I guess the thing is, though, with this, like, 
Is this... The thing is, like, this money, is this mean, like, she's just divorcing him and taking the kids? Like... I have no idea. Because it seems like it's played out as if, like... Like, what if this is all just for her? I wouldn't doubt it. I, I really love the, um... <laughs> the, like, contrast between how much money she needs for entertainment and how much she needs to, uh, pay her kids' tuition, but... I, I digress. Not my place to judge. <laughs> I like that the telephone, cell phone, and email is 20000 a month. I would love to know. How? Literally how? Like... <laughs> I don't... Does she have fucking 6G? She's got 9G Google Fiber. She can download something just by thinking it, I guess. For real? Like, what What? What makes that cell phone bill so expensive? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess, like, it was probably just the lawyer was just like, uh, yeah, put it under this and put that under that just to make it, you know, look reasonable. But I don't fucking know, man. I just thought it was really interesting. <laughs> Yeah, no, it seems like she wants this for her. It's just her expenses. Yeah. My god. Like, how? I'm I'm just... Extremely wealthy are an anomaly to me. It really is. It, it, they're just like a different kind of breed of people, it feels like. Like, I don't know. Maybe if I grew up, I could understand, but like... All of the... I guess, like, rich kids that I've grown up with just always seem, like, just odd. Just, like, they don't understand certain things, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know I know who you mean. I mean, sorry, what you mean? <laughs> no, I mean, I have, like, five people in mind right now. Oh, yeah. I also have five people in mind right now. You got something you want to say, bud? Wink. Okay. <laughs> Wink. Okay, inside jokes, inside jokes works really well on a podcast, don't worry. Uh I mean, I'm sure that I'm sure they could put two and two together, right guys? Because you've been listening for every single episode taking notes. You go back to episode sixty-eight, where we went over our rich friend. No, I'm joking. Um two million a month in spousal support. Get your bag. That's all I can say. Get you Well, uh, you know what they say, marry rich, right? I fucking wish. To anybody out there, if there's any, you know, if there's anybody rich and they're looking for, like, what what, what do you call, like, I know it's like a sugar daddy and, like, a Splenda mama or whatever it is, but, like, what do you call the person that, like, gets that money? A sugar baby? Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, if anybody needs a sugar baby, please, just just email me. I'm tired, I, like, I said it last episode, I'm really just fucking tired of, like, working for things in life. Well, if you want, I can get you into, like, the drug trade. Can you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got you, dude, like, uh, let me just become a doctor first, and then I'll, I'll write fake prescription. no, I don't know. I was gonna say, you are incriminating yourself slowly but surely. Ah, yes, I am, I'm telling my future plans right here, right now, I'm, on the podcast. I mean, that's what we've been doing for weeks, but normally it's just, like, plans between you and me. Well, this is between you and me, just you and me 20 years from now. Legally, I'm not in on it, but hypothetically, I'm in. Ah, just like you're hypothetically in for my plan to just take over the world once I've obtained legal age for presidency. I need. I want a president that's not that doesn't look like they're on the verge of dying. That's all I want. I'm gonna go up there in my Fortnite, t my vintage Fortnite T-shirt when I'm 42. Just bust out a default dance, and every all the voters are like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> Yo, my my campaign song is like, what would my campaign song be, Dan? If it's from like our current times, what what would you give me for a campaign song? Um. That the really popular pop smoke song. <laughs> Dior? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> like it's just you walking out yeah. on stage. Oh my god! You <laughs> have like pyrotechnics going on in the background, fireworks. You have like a hologram of pop smoke like over you, 
And then you Jesus Christ. just walk up to the podium, you're like, dudes and dudettes, fuck is up? And then... Yo, rip pop. Rip pop smoke. Um, speak. Thank you, Dad. Sorry to bring it on you. Um, speaking of pyrotechnics... Yeah, I got it on me. Speaking of pyrotechnics, though, I just, like, threw up in my mouth. Not literally, but, like, with words. Um, apparently... <laughs> Apparently, a gender reveal party um, sparked a California wildfire that is burning over 8,600 acres. All right, now, so, so can I get a fucking rewind real quick? A Wait, a fucking what party caused this shit? A, a gender reveal party with a pyrotechnic device is the way it's worded. Uh, it sparked California fires that is burning over 8,000 acres. Now, the best part about this... This isn't the first time this has happened. This happened like a couple of years ago in Australia, but I don't know. You guys might not be in the loop, but California is like 105 degrees every day at the moment to the point where like everyone has their AC on and they're just rolling blackouts all the time and there's uh, wildfires. So it's not very good, but the fact that... <laughs> and they're in a fucking drought. Yeah, so... So you're telling me they thought, let's just shoot sparkly fire into the air? Well, I guess I guess it was like a, like a smoke... It's worded as a smoke-generating pyrotechnic device. So I imagine it was just, like, gonna be pink or blue for the kid. And maybe it, like, short-circuited or something and caught the grass on fire and they didn't put it out in time. And then that spread like a wildfire, believe it or not. And now it's not, it's not, not looking too hot. <laughs> but I guess there uh, is a video of it, and that is, that's kind of like what happens. Like a spark, it's just like one spark or something hits the grass that catches fire and it just fucking keeps on going and then they can't put it out in time. Uh, pandemic, fires again, fires have made a comeback. Fires have made a comeback. You know, honestly, I forgot that the fire... Were the fires in Australia? Was that this year? Yeah, bro, it was. <laughs> it's so hard to tell what's been this year and what's been like three years ago. You know what I mean? You know, there we're gonna look back on this when we're like in our forties and fifties, if you know the ones that survive, mm -hmm. and the younger generations are gonna ask how we survived this pandemic. And I'm just going to be like, I don't know, just kind of kept my group small, smoked weed. That's about it. Pretty much. And that that's 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 literally as grandiose as it's going to be. But all the while, all this other horrible shit went down during the pandemic as well. Who knows? Maybe the election will bring some more spice into 2020. I mean, we got three months left. We've talked about it, like... The kaijus, I think, come in November, and then the aliens come in December. So if we make it to 2021, that's cool. If not, I really can't say I care, you know? Yeah, yeah. Really do be on the unfortunate side of things. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, this whole thing's unfortunate, but I also just want to talk about, like, me personally, I feel like gender reveal parties are so fucking stupid. Maybe just because, well, maybe because I, you know, I don't date. I don't have anyone that I'm like, I would love to impregnate them. <laughs> and I don't have any desire to have a kid anytime soon. So maybe I don't understand the, um, the desire for it. But I, I have friends from high school that are like having kids and shit. And I've seen their gender reveal parties. And I just can't, I can't take it serious. It just looks so fucking stupid to me. Uh, I mean, like, okay, I want to agree, but, like, it's also a cute thing to do just to get together and celebrate something, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, you're right, I can't, I can't be that pessimistic where I, like, shit on that. I just, it's, it's not, it's not the, like, idea of, like, revealing your gender and having a party about that. It's, like, the way people do it. Like, um, throwing a baseball, and when you hit it, it's pink or blue, and shit like that. I just think it's so unnecessary to me. But I don't know. Well, 
these people have been keeping the sex of their child a secret so because they want the payoff of figuring out to be a big surprise like you're making something was large to them yet small to you supposed to seem small for everyone i guess is the issue here yeah that's like i said i just don't i don't have the perspective of like someone that would find any use in it so just to me I'm not trying to, like, shit yeah. on them and make them feel bad for having a gender reveal party. I'm just saying, like, to me personally, I don't get the point of it. They are pretty fucking extra, though. I, I, would, I would keep it simple. I'd be like, I don't know, like, the inside of a cake is either pink or blue or something like that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't really feel like I'd want to do the whole, like, uh... Like you said, the whole baseball thing, but that's just because I hate baseball. Yeah, Excuse me. I, I mean, like, people do it to, like, what their wants are, and, well, I guess not wants, but, like, hobbies and shit are, but, like, the one I saw that, um, I just thought was weird is, like, they did a burnout, and then as the smoke started to turn blue to, like, we're having a boy, and I was like, that'd be really fucking, That's... that'd be really fucking annoying for your neighbors, first off, like, you don't gotta be that extra. <laughs> Dan! <laughs> what? Was a little that was a little complainy to complain with the whole neighbor's point. <laughs> I, I agree. No, I know. But like, it's just it's like fucking old man Jenkins Dan. Like, so ah, fucking these extra, fucking man. newfangled kid ideas. <laughs> no, man, it's just so fucking extra for no reason. I don't know. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But like, a lot of people have their fun. I know. I think it's dumb too. I'm not. Sh I'm not telling them they can't. I'm not telling people like can't kill yourself if you think it's a good idea. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I think it's dumb. I think it's dumb too. I understand. I'm just playing the devil's advocate, Dan. This is my podcast, and I'm gonna have whatever fucking opinion I want. And my other, <laughs> just say like some real outlandish shit. You like uh, go full uh. I don't know what what's something that's not too topical. I know. Well, anti dog. Could not. I, I can't even. I can't even joke about that. Yeah, but I, I don't think I could. I, I was gonna say some fuck shit, but I'm like, I, I'm not. Can I joke about something real quick? Actually, I just thought of for my time in Pennsylvania. Of course. I saw her Red Sox jersey again, and I was like, oh, you guys really like baseball, huh? She's like, oh yeah, you know, dad. You know, dad's from Boston. He likes to go. We like to go see the games. It's fun. You know, it's not, it's not fun watching on TV, but the games are fun. Sure. You know, and she's like, "Oh, we'll have to go sometime." And I'm like, I like audibly like went, ah! <laughs> and the reaction I got was was like, "Oh, you you won't." And I was like, I kind of went. You 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 guys are aware of how often we fucking hate on baseball here. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of let a little bit of that slip into the conversation, and she was like, kind of gave me the reaction of how does someone even hate something that they don't even watch or play this much? Which, did she play baseball or softball? No. Oh, wow. Hmm. Interesting. Seems Strictly by family relation, I imagine. Seems she doesn't have a ground to stand on to enjoy it. She has never played it, but hey, who am I to judge? But... I mean, yeah, like, watching baseball on TV, boring as shit. But I'll admit, going to a ballpark, especially going to Fenway, Fenway's a lot of fun. You get your you get your food, you sit down, eat your food. I'm not paying $5 for a hot dog. It's it's about the experience, man. It's like when you go to the movies and you pay, like, $20 for popcorn. Not literally. Only for but... Avengers Endgame. True. Yeah, I think that's, like, the only time in the past, like, five years I've ever bought popcorn at the movie theater. Because we went all out. True, I got my bunch of crunch. The guy like yes, snuck in a Snapple or something. The works, man. The freaking works. Yeah. But hey, man, relationships are all about compromise. You know, you go to Red Sox game with her. She watches you play a game of League of Legends. I don't fucking know. You know, I. So, I've been thinking about stuff like that recently, because I have just gotten into a relationship. Like, all the stuff that we get to do that shit together, like, right? Like, you know, we don't want to. Mm -hmm. So, I thought about that. Like, what if, <laughs> what if I just made her, like, 
like, like, hey, babe, would you mind watching me play this game for a sec before we watch the movie or whatever? I feel, I mean, like, I feel... Could you imagine her, like, hearing how gremlin-y we are when we're playing games? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for, like, a first-time experience. Yeah. and it's like, if she didn't know that, like, we like to banter with each other, she'd be really confused on why you told one of your friends to, like, drop dead or, like, eat shit. <laughs> Bobby. Oh, I know. I would, I, I would literally have to. <laughs> I'd have so much explaining to do, and I would just like casually drop a I, I hate your guts yeah, to like, somebody. Hey, you know, we just, you just like to banter, and then it just like, I hope you die. I hope your family dies. Just shit like that. <laughs> your shit. Your gay play is shit. We're not that extreme, but. Well. Well, some of us, but not all of us. Dan's really brutal. Stop. I, I'm really not at all. I'm probably the most tame person. Dan Dan likes to make fun of people's uh, appearances when, when he gets mad. Yeah, when I get mad, I just fat shame. Um, if you have pimples, I'll, I'll point them out. Don't worry. I just want you... I'm really not, like, bantering. I'm just trying to attack your character to make me feel better. Now you're thinking, like, Dan, that's kind of well, like a, a bully thing to do. And Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. Dan subscribes to the methodology of saying something fucked up and then saying it was a joke afterwards and thinking it's okay. I don't want to out him, but we have a friend that does that, and I want to beat the shit out of them. <laughs> He'll say some really fucked up shit that, like, actually would hurt someone's feelings, and it's just like, but, like, I'm just kidding. Or, like, it's just a joke, dude. Why are you taking it so seriously? It's like, if we're in a ring... That friend is Dan. Stop. Why are you doing this? <laughs> <laughs> you're just, now you're just hurting my feelings. Uh, the true devil's advocate of the podcast, never on your side. No, it's, til never. it's tilting me. Not really, but <laughs> I'm sure, like, because we're trying to get in. Always gonna be on the opposing side, dude. I know, I know how you are. But like, we've been trying to, um, or we are trying to play like tabletop simulator since we can't really all get together that often. Which is just like online table. You can play like games and board games and shit. So we're trying to figure that out. So I imagine, like, if she brought her over and she was like, you were like, hey, you want to play board games with the boys? She'd be like, sure. Oh, God. You know... <laughs> yeah. That, that, that would be great. <laughs> that, that would be such a great idea. I'd love to hear one of my friends tell my girlfriends to go kill herself. I don't think anybody would do that. People, like, respect boundaries. <laughs> It's, hey, it's, we get pretty competitive when it comes to board games, man. This is very true. We do get very competitive. <laughs> we are we are pretty brutal. <laughs> but I don't, it's like we mm. we played board games with our friend's wife. We weren't like when she stole my fucking crops and sell her katana. I wasn't like I hope you die. I was just like I can't believe you did that. Like gritting my teeth. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, true. Dude, she beat the shit out of me, and I need a rematch. Like, I'll be honest with you. I've never gotten, like, shit pumped so hard in a board game. She just stole all my all my brick, all my crops, all my sheep. It was like I was playing against, like, fucking Stalin or something. Like, there was no competition. I just got The Genghis Khan of the board games, if you will. Minus, you know, like, all the bad things, but, like, just the conquest. <laughs> Jesus. So, okay, so moving on to something that I found interesting, actually, that I was reading about this morning. Mm -hmm. So this hun there's this Hungarian researcher that just won an award for a procedure that can cure blindness. Oh. And currently it's like a gene-based treatment to restore sight, and it's at clinical trials right now. It's gotten success up to, like, black and white vision and stuff from full blindness. Okay. But I thought it was a very interesting, like, process. Because, like, you think about all, like, the unfortunate things that can happen to people besides, like, terminal illness, right? Mm -hmm. Blindness, deafness, like, bone structure, depletion, joint pain, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And this guy is, is basically on a hot track to curing one of those things that, like, people fall to in their age, like, for age, which is, like, blindness. So, like... It could be further into this treatment that doesn't just treat blind people. It's like a more efficient and possibly different type of LASIK even where like you can correct horrible vision or you can correct loss of vision due to like cataracts or something. I don't know. I'm not sure how the procedure will like work exactly, 
But it's pretty damn cool to think you can give someone their eyes back. I know. It's honestly just like, I feel like you come you come to the podcast with like one of these every week, and it's always just so insane to me, like that it's happening during our lifetime. I guess just like something, right? I don't know. Something like this just seems like not possible. Like five years ago, or like ten years ago. I mean, hell, even twenty years ago, it'd be kind of insane. Back in the early two thousands, like contacts were just becoming the new thing for eyes. Oh, yeah. Back then, yeah, it was just kind of like if you got shit vision, here's glasses, and it's like if you have no vision, well. Here's a stick. You're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, here's a dog. Yeah. <laughs> Which, hey, I mean, I, I will take the trade. <laughs> Personally. I, I don't think I would trade eyes for a dog. I, I love dogs, don't get me wrong, but I, I like eyes, so I can get myself a dog. Fair enough. I mean, I, that's... Hey, I guess you have good grounds on that one. But, <laughs> regardless. <laughs> the prerequisite for dog ownership is loss of eyes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, you can't have a dog if you're not blind. I really don't make the rules. That'd be a weird life. When it, but it's still that's when a kid asks for a puppy for their birthday, you have to take their eyes. Oh my God. No, if it's a kid, you only gotta take one. <laughs> All right, Timmy, are you ready for your eye patch fitting? Is it a golden retriever? Yes, Timmy. No, that'll be too. It's a chow. Yeah. <laughs> it's a chow chow. Yeah, dude. Could you imagine like you want a you want a golden retriever puppy and um. It's all luck of the draw, and then, like, they take your eye, put the eye patch on, they're like, alright, here it is, and it's just like a chihuahua, like, <laughs> eyes bigger than its fucking, like, body just smiling oh, at you. Oh, god. God, chihuahuas are little freaks, dogs, dude. Oh, for sure. But. For sure. But back on track, this is actually really fucking cool. I wonder if there's anything. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like you might have brought something in for, like, deafness, that that's something in the works, but I imagine, like. Yes. Because I feel like. Obviously, like, blindness and deafness kind of go hand in hand in terms of, like, unfortunate things that happened over time. Yeah. And I guess it kind of, like, bone structure, too, but, like, a lot of it is just, like, slap a metal plate in there and it's like, all right, you're good to go. Well, it's it's because it's like a gene treatment. It seems like what the, like what I imagine is happening, whatever they're treating their genes with, like, it's re they're repairing themselves. Like, their bodies are, like, repairing Oh, yeah. Because it's not like they're, like, giving them new eyes. It's It seems like it's literally giving them their vision back. Mm. So crazy. You know, when, <laughs> I feel like I always bring this up, but I always talk about, like, um, I forgot the name of it, but, like, in China where they do, like, gene splicing, there's a name for it, but I can't remember what it is. Oh, gosh, I have no clue. Oh, I think, it, oh, CRISPR. I think it's CRISPR. But, um... Of just, like, how you can essentially, like, mix and... You can just, like, MMO, like, create a character with your kids probably, like, 50 years or some odd years in the future. <laughs> I, I don't know. That, I mean, as you do, right? Huh? <laughs> as you do, right? I mean, yeah, I'm like, I take my kid to the nearest uh, CRISPR place and I'm like, Hi, I'd like this one to be 6'3". Uh, probably blue eyes, blonde, uh, blonde hair. And they're like, okay, sure. And then he pops out and he's like, yeah, just give it like 18 years. You'll start to notice changes and shit. That'd be a scary world. I don't want the world to be that way. <laughs> I don't want to live in a world where it's like that. I don't know. No, not at all. Like, to be know, honest. I guess it kind of is with like plastic surgery, but it's not the same. Well, Yeah. Would you ever get plastic surgery, I mean, Robert? If it ever got to a point where, like, it was good enough to warrant it, like, people get plastic surgery and they look like a fucking lizard afterwards. That's so, true. like... I mean, like, there's definitely a difference between, like, a good plastic surgeon and a not good plastic surgeon. I mean, it's it, it depends on, like, what I'm attempting to fix. Yeah. I'd go in and just get a fat ass. Um, let that set. I'm sorry. Can I get a run back on that real quick? I, I said I would just get a fat ass. For your... For your... For, for my for ass. For your kid? For my ass. No, my ass. 
know. I thought we were still on the no, no, like the baby cheats place. <laughs> it was like six three blonde hair, blue eyes, fat ass. What are you creating, Dan? I, I go in and I'm like, oh, can you give my kid a fucking wagon? And they're like, what? What? Like, you, yeah, no, like a, a huge fucking ass. And like, uh, I mean, I it, like sure, but is there a reason? It's like shit, dog. I don't know. They, I want them to have that back. Yeah. I want them to have the ass I always call it. <laughs> That's gonna be my ass. Oh wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. All right. I officially would like to retract the statement and go on to my other topic that I thought was really fucking cool. Sure. A first clone of an endangered horse has been born in an effort to save the species. See, you want to try and pronounce this horse, Dan? Here, let me find it. Uh, first clone of endangered... Przewalski? Probably. I'm gonna go... Here, you you talk about. It. I'm slapping Google Translate. <laughs> uh, the only other thing I can think of is like Reswalski. But basically, they're they're critically endangered technically, and they're found in Mongolia. But they really only exist in the Smithsonian's National Zoo. Mm-hmm. They're considered the last species of truly wild horses and are distant cousins of the modern day domestic horse according to this article oh and apparently they split from their common ancestor of horses around like 500,000 years ago okay but they're the 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 Preswalski horses have been extinct to the wild and intensive re- like breeding programs throughout the uh, China and Mongolia haven't really been that successful over the last 40 years. Mm-hmm. So they managed to clone a horse named Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt's a good horse name. It is Przewalski, yeah. by the way. But that's... Fuck, dude. I, I never know how to feel about when I hear, like, um, oh, this has been cloned. Like, it's... It's cool because, like, the science to do it is also obviously, like, really fucking impressive. And, like, the fact that it's saving, um, like, endangered species. But I don't know. Just the idea of it is something that kind of, like, spooks me out, you know? Well, you know what's kind of fucking insane about the... the, the, the so, where this is done, right? Mm-hmm. There's six other species that they're attempting to revive with cloning, right? And you know what one of them fucking is? What? The woolly mammoth. Let's fucking not. They're trying to bring back the woolly mammoth. Why would we ever need that? That's like, hey guys, I got a great idea. Let's bring back a megalodon. And it's like, well, that would just fuck up the whole like ecosystem in the ocean, right? And it's like, yeah, but it'd be really sick, right? And it's like, well, just the woolly mammoth went extinct like 4,000 years ago only. And they're not that different than elephants. I mean, I don't know. I don't really know what the purpose is, actually, of reviving new species. I guess, like, to increase biodiversity I... and whatnot. But, like, I don't really know to what end it would be. Part of me, wa- like, hopes it's a Jurassic Park scenario. <laughs> that would be funny. I mean, I feel like a lot of them just do well, it to say they did it. You know what I mean? I mean, true. I mean, maybe, like, cloning animals and this is just the hot track to making real-life clone troopers that fight for the Republic. Who knows? We can only hope at the end of the day. That's kind of dream society. Uh, I don't know. Like, everyone was just kind of morally okay with clones in the Star Wars universe. I I don't know how we would do with that in our current demographics. Granted, that'd probably be years in the future we're only attempting to clone stuff we've only just got a little baby horse named kurt cloned thank god for him but still but it's like cloned horse it's interesting looks cute as fuck too it's cute as fuck you said yeah is there a picture of it oh there is but um i don't know like woolly woolly mammoth makes no sense to me that's like, let's bring back a saber-toothed tiger, too, just to say you did it. I mean, kind of that's the point, I guess. Like, 
they bring a whole bunch of woolly mammoths back and they're like, ah, yes, now go roam the, 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 the western plains in the U.S. I don't think they could survive. They would have to live in, like, Antarctica. And even then, I don't know if it'd be, like, able for, they'd be able to live there, you know? Honestly, I have no clue. Because it's like, that's, <laughs> if the movies taught me anything, they were around during the Ice Age. So I'd assume that they'd need to live in that climate. <laughs> And based off the well, movies that followed, I'd assume they wouldn't be able to survive in the current climate. Well, they only went extinct about 4,000 years ago. How could it be 4,000 years ago when the world is only 20, 22, 20, 20 years old? Alright, folks, thank you for tuning in. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but, uh, I love that shit. But, I mean, I don't know. It's always so interesting because, like, I know the reason they do it is, like, if you can do this, then you could do something better. And then you keep moving on and on until you hit, like, I guess the peak. And I guess, in my mind, the peak would be cloning humans. Like, I guess, like you said, like, making clone troopers. Not literally, but essentially. Um, so I get why they do it. But, like, at the point, like, it's not, like people aren't in control of these things at the end of the day. It's like, I don't know, in movies when there's like a machine uprising or shit like that. That's always just what I default to. And I don't know if that's just me being like very like overthinking it too much, but I don't know. It just, it's, 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 well, it's interesting, I guess. Yeah. Cause like, it'd be cool if it was for like the altruistic idea of like, bringing back just endangered species because like i like but like what do you do with them like i guess is, like right like that's why this is so weird in, at the end is like well what the fuck are they gonna do if they bring them back or when they bring them back yeah because <sighs> i mean Fair. like I, I have no clue because like we got kurt and that's cool but like is it just wait till kurt gets older so they can like reproduce and try and like reprise the species which is fine but, I'm gonna assume so. Yeah. I don't know, man. Cloning's weird to me, but still, cool as shit. It is pretty neat. I mean, I would like to bring back those giant alligators that had, like, six-foot-tall legs that that ran. Dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, we're gonna get to a point where, like, <laughs> like scientists are just gonna bring back whatever prehistoric species they fucking want. They're thinking, uh, Dude, what do you think a T-Rex would be like this day and age? And like, well, why don't we try it? And then they have a giant T-Rex roaming wherever in the world. I, I think that's like kind of the premise of Jurassic Park, no? Exactly. So we're getting, I mean, we're one step closer. What about like Godzilla? Like, you know, like what if they extra fuck up and we got some, we got some massive baddies to deal with. That's a good point. I mean... God's... We always come back to Godzilla. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I was thinking, like... I was thinking, oh, Godzilla wouldn't harm people, but no, that was Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime doesn't care about killing his own people, but that's besides the point. I talk about that another day. But... I swear I think Godzilla... we have talked about that. Huh? <laughs> I think we have talked about that on the show. I know, and I'll probably bring it up another day, but, like, today's not that day. Understandable. All I'm saying is, I think Godzilla was good towards people... And in the new Godzilla movie, a dude nuked himself so Godzilla could uh, save Boston. So, I mean, he uh, kind of owes us. Uh, okay. What? Okay. That's just... You're right. You're right. No, Godzilla. God, Godzilla will save us with nukes. No, it... we're not talking about it, dude. We do it every fucking time. We can't... All right. Maybe that's something we could do this weekend. Maybe we could just watch a Godzilla movie. You know what? It's about that time where we do start making our weekend plans, Dan. Yeah, so me and Bobby are hanging out this weekend. Because we're both quarantine boys. We don't do shit, so we have faith in each other. Um, exactly. So You know, and we only kiss We only, we only only kiss on the cheek. Yeah, on the cheeks, not on the mouth. Well, it depends on the occasion. Like a Friendsgiving, I'm kissing all the yeah, homies on the mouth. Like, it just is what it is. And sometimes I have trouble chewing. 
<laughs> I hate, I hate, I have so much hatred in my heart. It's not even fair. I was like, damn, fuck Chen Reveal Parties. Now I'm just like, fuck Robert D'Onofrio. All my homies hate Robert D'Onofrio. God, fuck you. That was awful. Uh, you know, I'll take it. I'll take it. It was good, though. So if you have any ideas of shit we can do, hey, just hit me in the comments. <laughs> you never got out. <laughs> you never even said what we're doing. I'm not going to say what we're doing. We might, we might, we might have, we might make a podcast um, on that day or on Saturday, you know, just a, maybe, maybe a backup one. Maybe that might not even, it might never see the light of day, but it might happen. And you, it, we're gonna be on Mars. Yeah, if you you know if you listen to it, you'll understand. Like, uh, there might be something going on, but I you know, I just can't talk about it. Oh, now you're making it sound sketch as hell, huh? <laughs> now, now now it sounds sketch as hell. I mean, like we're killing people, but they don't need to know. Oh, oh, uh, oh no! Oh. Little. The little FBI guy on my computer is like, wait a minute, we got the him, little, finally. The little FBI guy just messaged me on Discord and said, hey bro, edit that out. Hey bro, edit that out. I'll leave it in, bro, it's fine. <laughs> um, last thing I want to talk about, kind of sad, but like, it, it just kind of is what it is, but um, it was, I think on Monday, was two years since Mac Miller passed away, and I, I don't know why, but it was like, Mac Miller's the one like famous celebrity that when they passed away like it actually really bothered me you know what i mean oh like i don't know it's just stuck with me because like i remember when uh when robin williams passed away that was a while ago but that one stuck with a lot of people and like everyone has like mm. ones they're attached to but i don't know why mac miller's one that stuck to me because like i didn't even listen i listened to mac miller a lot in like middle school freshman year high school but, like, I kind of tailed off after that, and I've yet to, like, fully sit down and finish his last album, because, like, every time I listen to the first song, I just get very depressed, and I'm like, I mentally can't do this right now. So, I don't know, man. But, shout out Mac Miller. Do you have any artists like that, or, like, any famous people that passed away where it's just kind of, like, that one kind of stung? Juice stung for me a little bit. Who did? Because, like juice world oh yeah because like i was really excited to see a juice world concert yeah like i i was really excited i guess just for all the features and stuff yeah i like that he was working with polo g and everything yeah and he um he was so fucking young he had so much fucking potential that one was just really unfortunate yeah oh but no not really yeah byron's death was hard yeah that one sucked that one really did suck yeah but see is what it is circle of life baby yeah did you ever see that vine where it's like um we all die it's either you kill or get killed and then the dude dances Yes, with the little guitar jingle. Yeah, he's like, boom, what you gonna do? Boom, I always think of that. Exactly, I always think of that. Yeah, every minute, every waking minute, every day, I wake up and that's the first thing I think about. It is the first thing I think about. Sometimes you just don't even wake up, but I'm still thinking Sometimes about I... it. Sometimes <laughs> I... I see it in my dreams still. Dude, actually, alright, this is the dream segment of the podcast, I just invented it now, this is the first episode. I had a dream last night where we were all scaling a mountain and I watched Tyler fall down and die. And <laughs> <laughs> the worst part, the absolute worst part, nobody cared because he was complaining. Oh no! Because we were like, we were free climbing a mountain and he was complaining that his hands hurt the whole time and he just dropped and everybody looked at each other and they were like, oh shit. And then we just kept climbing up. Aw, oh, damn. Really sucks. That's horrible. It is fucked. Like, I, 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 don't, I don't know. Because it was in a dream that I just probably wasn't thinking. Obviously, I'm not like, I want my friend to jump off a mountain. But it... Nah, Dan wanted his friend to jump off a mountain. You know, context, when we went to, uh, we went to the White Mountains, 
Uh, he he didn't stop complaining there, and we were all plotting to kill him in his sleep, but we didn't go through with it. Um, Hypothetically, for legal reasons, I do not, I do not acknowledge this. You just got to put hypothetically in front of it, and then they can't like bind you to. No, no. All right, yeah. Hypothetically, I'm innocent. Okay, yeah, I guess that works. That's fine. It's whatever. <laughs> Who cares? We're, we, we're pretty much hitting the time, man. If you want to... I don't know if you had a dream segment you wanted to talk about. I don't know if you had anything nuts. No, no, we're, we're good. Come on. All right, folks. That has been the Frying Pan Podcast, episode 96. Thank you for tuning in as always. We're on social media. The handle for both of those is the Frying Pan Pie. And we also have our email, which is in the pan podcast at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in as always on all of, all of our audio platforms. We appreciate that. If you give us a star rating, a comment, we'd also appreciate that too. For the last time, folks, I've been Robert D'Onofrio. Yeah. And that's been the frying pan podcast. <laughs> have a good one. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to do it every time. <laughs> Take care.